Hey all, Tyler here. I just wanted to plug a podcast we were on recently. It came from Disney+, Plus, hosted by friend of the show Monorail Lime. On this podcast, we looked at an episode of Phil of the Future, namely Season 1, Episode 12, You Say Tomato, in which Phil is too embarrassed to stomp tomatoes because he has only four toes. Yes, really. But don't worry, it's not as fetishy as you might think it is. So be sure to check that out in other episodes of It Came From Disney+, Plus, including the other episode I was on in which we talked about Mars Knees Moms, which was... a movie. Anyway, on with the podcast. Welcome back to Channel KRT, the podcast with only a small amount of light magic apologetica. I'm Tyler Green, Lord of the Cast. Hi, I'm Kit, and because I don't want to do an offensive Irish accent, I'll be now presented as a great animated series on Netflix that gets cancelled after one season because it wasn't an immediate hit. Hashtag save inside job. (laughs) My name is Randy, and I hate Margaret Thatcher. Yay! And I am Agatha Vile, the only person here with any experience about what the hell we're talking about. Woo! Fuck yes. How it has been far too long since we were last here. I had a terrible microphone, and Cherry could be fit into two hands. Now she's picked me. Yes. Now you can pick her up with one hand. What is it with little dogs and kicking us? Uh compensation (laughs) so today we are committing sacrilege in that we are talking about something that was released on netflix last year nostalgic media what's that and we'll have to review it while we can because netflix will probably consider it a tax write-off soon given the way Uh, streaming services are going it helps i think i am at fault for the reason why you decided to Review this movie. I wouldn't want to say you're at fault, because for what it's worth, I quite liked this movie. This wasn't that bad. But I, we all know it started when uh, I made that video. Oh yeah, the one last year, yeah. By the way, how are you recovering from those crazy-ass Yule Log shenanigans? Uh, well, I have to put salt around the outside of my door so the queen doesn't come in. Oh, thank God. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I did commission someone to haunt my house. And there are ghosts, just not the ones from the Yule Log. Oh, okay. I know this because I felt a little too nostalgic. I have an Irish dance in 10 years. I was watching a movie and then I started looking up the YouTube videos and then the soundtrack. And I thought, no, why not do a little bit? And, um... Well, the floors to my house are very slippery, and I fell directly onto my tailbone. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Did the crabs help you out? No, them and the ghosts were all laughing at me. Oh. God damn it. (laughs) Come on, guys. Joe's Crab Shack, we go. (laughs) So who are these ghosts that you've hired specifically? Are they- I don't know. I just commissioned someone to do it for me. Okay, so they're not really any- Dead person of no. No. Oh, so it's like a ghost hitman? A ghost hitman? No. <laughs> I just asked somebody with some weird looking book to uh, haunt my house and then they did it. There I we mean, go. we've been pretty lucky with this podcast. We just did a Christmas episode and 
We had very tight security. Carl Featherbottom was not able to infiltrate it by any means, so... Oh, no, don't worry. You're in KRT. This is uh, pretty safe from any ghosts. Uh, except for Michael Jackson, but we keep him in a box, so... <laughs> Huzzah! Oh. All right. Channel KRT is ignorant! They're ignorant! I keep a Sony PlayStation outside the box at all times. He's terrified of anything Sony. <laughs> Oh, interesting. Good thing I'm a PlayStation girl. Yeah. Keep a can of Pepsi there, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's surrounded by Pepsi, PlayStations, uh, people that he doesn't normally associate with. So speaking of dancing, we are talking about Riverdance, an animated adventure, which this is a really interesting movie. You know, and Agatha, you were the one that brought it to our attention. So why don't you tell us more about that? All right. Let's start at the beginning. Let's go... To 1994 Eurovision. It was a seven-minute dance showcase starring Michael Flatley, who, first of all, I was incorrect in Luck of the Irish. He was fired not because he took his shirt off. It was because he wanted a bigger share of the show's profits. Mm. And while he was indeed a yucky person, I was just informed yesterday he now has cancer and he did find the Irish dance world and competition there are competition called dance dramas which were made because of his figure choreography teams who kept breaking the rules for example so river dance ended up getting picked up as a show and a lot of dancers a lot of millennial irish dancers can pinpoint the start of their dancing career based on popular shows at the time so river dance would be one generation lord of the dance would be another generation I was the weird Folgers coffee commercial generation. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, jeez. I don't know why it was that one. I knew about Riverdance. I didn't even give a shit about Riverdance. But of all the Irish dance shows, Riverdance is universally adored by everyone. Huzzah. And funny enough, I know the joke has been done before, but Michael Flatley left the show basically screaming, I'll make my own show with blackjack and hookers. And I wish I was joking, but there is a number that dancers call a strip jig, which is like slip jig. That's another type of dance. There's a reel, treble reel, slip jig, treble jig, hornpipe, all that stuff. And the joke is strip jig. I sent you guys a link. Yeah. And indeed, they strip while I was dancing. Strip Jig was my favorite song from The Who. Huzzah. <laughs> and yeah, I did watch that video. It is fucking nuts. Oh, it was a lesbian awakening when I rewatched it. I'm like, oh. Yay. Nice. <laughs> all right, all right. So my uneducated ad, I thought this whole time that River Dance was like, so River Dance is a show? It started off as a Eurovision song, and then it got so popular, it became its own show. And it doesn't have a plot. It really is just about people from all corners of the world dancing. And you can find connections of Irish dancing in different cultures. And a lot of very similar, like the Russian dancing, the flamenco, uh, tap dancing, all that stuff. So it's a lot about culture mixing together and becoming something new and beautiful that we can all share that's and so enjoy cool. dance. Yes. Okay, my ass thought River Dance was like the name of an actual, like hundreds of years old cultural 
dance. That would be Irish dance. Irish dance. I thought it was called river dancing. You are so lucky I don't have a chainsaw right now. I swear <laughs> to God. Oh, no. That is the biggest pet peeve ever. Well, Step this- dancing, I can forgive. River dancing, I will gut you. <laughs> I thought it was called that. No, it's Irish dancing. That's it. It's just Irish dance. Well, you can tell just how in tune with my ancestry I am. <laughs> also, not to rain on any parades, but there's something I've just found on Michael Flatley's Wikipedia, which is oh no, interesting. Wait. Oh, oh dear. wait, I think I know what it is. I'm going to just... In January 2017, Michael Flatley introduced his troupe for a performance at the inauguration of Donald Trump, oh. which flatly referred to as a great honor. Uh... I told you, I told you he was a yucky man. I told you. Why is it the yuckiest people come up with the best fucking art? Yeah, but, you know, there's lots of other people involved in Riverdance, so we can thank yeah, exactly. them instead. Like Judith <laughs> Butler. You know, don't throw them under the bus. They're, they're good people. So my theory is correct. This is like Irish Shen Yun, but without a cult. But yeah, going <laughs> off of what Randy said, I found out last year that, well, I think it's been basically confirmed for years because, well, my last name is literally Quinn and my dad's talked about it a lot, but we did a 23andMe and it is confirmed. I am 85% Irish and I'm like, I have got to get up with my culture because I feel like I have been seriously lacking in it because I haven't seen a ton of Irish movies. I haven't seen any of the cartoon saloon movies. I haven't seen the Banshees of Anishirin. I need to get on it already. And I didn't know a lot about Riverdance. I'm like, I really got to get on it because the most recently I've interacted with Irish media was this really terrible movie from 1998 called Pete's Meteor. Oh, yeah, that movie. Oh, man, it's this really bad drama. It stars Michael Myers, basically doing Austin Powers, but Irish. And the only good thing in it is Alfred Molina playing a dorky astronomist. Of course, it's Alfred. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you know. (laughs) Oh, man. So getting to watch this movie, I was like, I am finally educating myself. And if nothing else, the music and dance in this movie is really beautifully done. Like, holy crap. They motion captured a lot of the dancing. Oh, yeah. I was about to say, like, either that is some crazy studious animation or that is some, like, actually legitimately good mocap, which if it is legitimately good mocap, they probably just did the rarest thing you can do in animation. Good mocap. Exactly. Okay. I I got an info dump again. I'm so sorry. So there's not a lot of movies that portray Irish dancing or they don't do it well. One I can think of that was like in theaters was the duplex because it showed river dance on a television screen Hmm. and that movie was dog shit oh god yeah i think i've seen that movie i have ben stiller and i i think ben stiller or drew barrymore i don't remember who cares yeah no it was oh that movie it was the one directed by danny devito i remember (laughs) oh god harvey firestein was in it yeah oh yes i remember that voice it's not good. I have to explain how I discovered this movie. All right, let's do it. Let's do so it. So last year, I was a bit down in the dumps. I was lounging around. I was very stressed out. Oh. I had multiple hours of overtime and ugh, trying to get the house built. My sister, the good twin, calls me up and says, Hey, 
did you know there's a Riverdance animated movie? (laughs) (laughs) And I said, excuse me? And she said, you need to watch it. And I had to get whiskey for this. And I didn't remember much. And then I watched it again. And I can't hate this movie. I can't. I know I'm watching through rose-tinted glasses. I know it's not a perfect movie. And I would love to hear your thoughts as you go through the plot. Everything about your thoughts on Riverdance. Because I did give you guys homework. Oh, you did? Yeah. Why don't you explain that to the audience? Until you sent us all the stuff that you sent us, my only exposure to Riverdance was, you know, just through parodies and... Of course, the ill-fated light magic parade at Disneyland that I alluded to earlier. And for what it's worth, if there's anything I can gather from that and this movie that we watched tonight, Riverdance is fucking lit. Hell yeah. The music is on point. Yes. It's beautiful. The same composer for this movie did the music for the actual show. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Agatha, have you seen light magic? I think I saw it when I was very, very young. Um, it was a parade? Or, no. Yeah, it was a parade and a stage show. Was it the one where there was a giant dragon? No. Uh, no, that's a different one. No, but I, I do remember a light show parade. And... A Disney parade with a giant dragon. Do you have any idea how little that narrows it down? <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. I live in Ohio. I can't exactly go and visit... All right, I don't have a Disney life. Rub it in, why don't you? (laughs) 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 Haha, you're not a Disney adult. I do remember one parade where the big bad wolf looked at me and my sister and went, yes, like he wanted to eat us. (laughs) And my father, who's a Viking and a rocket scientist, blew a kiss at the evil queen from Snow White, and she promptly ordered her guards to boot him out, and he just instead stood in a corner. (laughs) You just see the Disney police come up and say, sir, you have to leave. It's like that one goofy image where he's just in the corner. (laughs) That one TikTok sound. You need to leave! (laughs) Why don't you guys talk about Riverdance, and I'll jump in and explain things if you have any questions, or to fill in, like... Can we, I went to a place called Provincetown, and this is what the little town is like, but in Ireland. Oh, nice. It's just perfect diversity and happiness and calmness. And I remember reading about a critic who was like, how dare they make Ireland look so clean and sparkly and fantasy. I'm like, shut up. It's a children's movie. I saw that too. I was like, what is your problem, dude? You seriously hate movies for making towns look good. Do you hate every Studio Ghibli movie as well? Like, come on. (laughs) If you're going to compare it to Provincetown, then I need to ask you, is this town also flaming, bare-loaded, tons of clubs, drag shows everywhere, rainbow flags everywhere, gay as gay can be. Excuse me, there's a little rainbow that's above that town all the time, and we haven't seen the entire town, so you don't know! Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, I'm kind of jumping ahead a little bit. If we are going to compare it to, you know, a very gay city, um, the Megaloceros, the giant deers... They did remind me of a lot of the types you'd see on Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no. I read about these Irish elk. Yeah, they're like megaloceros. They're extinct, 
And I read about one of the theories why they're extinct, and I'm oh. trying not to laugh. Oh, man. So why are they extinct, though? One of the theories is that when forests started to become more dense, their antlers would get stuck in the trees, and they would, like, <laughs> boom, like a Three Stooges oh routine. And I'm just imagining my Irish tribe of Vikings or whatever Unable to hunt because they would just die of laughter because we just love slapstick that much. Yes. What is it with deer and dying the most unfortunate deaths all the time? Like the deer that hit my car! Oh, man. Those damn deer. They've had it way too good for way too long. I'm jumping ahead again, speaking of the deer. One more jump ahead and then I'm done, I promise. But okay. they're playing this, like, soccer-like type game. We'll get into that, like, when we get into that, but It's but, called hurling, yeah. Yeah, one of the things that happened, and it reminded me of how I heard about a deer dying. Um, oh, God. No. So, oh, at one point... Two of the deer get their antlers stuck together, and they're just, like, yanking them apart. Oh, that bit made me so uncomfortable. And I'm sitting there horrified, because I remember I saw and heard about this deer, and you know how deer fight each other for territory and, you know, females by locking antlers with each other. Didn't it, like, decapitate the other deer? Yes, this deer fight was so intense that their antlers got stuck together. And the winter deer just ripped the head off the other one clean off. And it was oh, just walking geez. around. Hey, anybody look, listening to this podcast who just wanted to hear about a river dance movie, we're going to talk about decapitated deer. Yay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It was deer on deer crime. Listen, after we had to talk about Russia's wild tiger, this is a fucking palate cleanser. Oh, definitely. Oh my god, I forgot. Michael Flatley did another show called Celtic Tiger, and there's a plane in one of the dance numbers, and I'm like, what the hell is happening? Michael oh, Flatley, no. I oh, hate no. <laughs> We should get into the movie proper, though. Let's yeah. get into the movie. I will say, this movie is miles and miles ahead a better movie than Luck of the Irish by far. Oh, oh yeah. God, yeah. Like, I mean, it's not really a fair comparison because Luck of the Irish, honestly, I don't even consider it an Irish movie because it's so based in fantasy creatures, if I can Nothing be honest. about this movie felt offensive, quite frankly. It just felt like it was honoring Irish heritage. It really did. I did notice a couple of voice actors. Um, They did get a lot of Irish actors for the movie oh, yes. overall. I just want to say about Luck of the Irish. Uh, Luck of the Irish is about as authentically Irish as any tourist trap in Boston. Yeah. <laughs> you said it. I didn't. The only note I have about Luck of the Irish is that when I first saw it, I was like, oh, it's the guy from Final Destination 3. <laughs> yes! I guess! Okay, yes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I forgot. I was trying to remember the horror movie he was in, and thank you. Okay. Oh, yeah, no problem. Hang on. What death did Final Destination have in three that traumatized us? The roller coaster, the roller yep. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. The logs were number two. <laughs> I did notice a couple of the actors weren't Irish and they were putting on Irish accents, which was a little eh, but you know, it wasn't like offensive or anything. Yeah, I didn't really hear a lot of Irish accents and the ones that I did hear were really barely there. Yeah, it's, yeah. Pierce Brosnan is in this movie, and I don't know if I should make a James Bond joke or make a joke about, yay, we didn't have to hear him sing like in Mamma Mia. <laughs> Brendan Gleeson's in it and his son, Donald Gleeson, is an Irish dancer. Oh, that's right. Yeah. General Hux, Irish dances. That's canon in Star Wars. <laughs> Fuck yeah. 
I will say this. I am so, 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 so glad they didn't give Lily Singh and Jermaine Fowler Irish accents. Yeah, thank God for that. I mean, that's the thing. Riverdance isn't just about Irish culture. I mean, yes, when you think about Riverdance, you think Irish dance. You think about Irish culture, but it's more about immigration and how it led to different things like tap dancing, which is not in this movie. The trading taps. Listen, everybody, go to YouTube, look up Riverdance trading taps, and you will see tap dancing versus Irish dancing. Tap dancing originated from Irish dancing. Oh, wow. You can see it. Instead of treble, it's shuffle and blah, 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 blah. Ah, I'm going to info dump so much I'm going to vomit into my microphone. Yeah, no worries. So how does this movie start again? I kind of forget. It's a narration that gives a stage show with no story a story. I really like the 2D animation during that sequence. That was really well done. Yeah, there's some really good art shifts throughout the movie at a couple times, and I really like it. And so they talk about how the lighthouse is keeping the town alive, and they talk about how if it goes out, the huntsman is going to come back. Although they do this kind of weird thing where at one point they're like, yeah, we all might die, but we're not dying right now, so it's okay. It's like, (laughs) the light will never go out anyways. Let's just enjoy the river, and celebrate with dance. Hi, I'm Pierce Bronson. We might die, but who cares? It's not like I'm going to die within the first 10 minutes of this movie. (laughs) One thing I really enjoyed about this movie is that the granddad's death isn't just tacked on for sad points. Like, they legitimately explore Keegan's grief throughout the movie, and I really dig that. Yeah, the way the grandpa passes is just... So sudden, and I think that adds to the emotional impact of it. Can I ask a question? Has there ever been a moment in any movie where someone starts coughing and you don't immediately think, well, they're dead? Victorian mom syndrome. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like movies still think that people die of, like, the vapors. (laughs) Yeah, when the grandma is, like, making a joke and calling the grandpa an old fart, and he goes, I'll show you an old fart. I was fully expecting him to let one rip. He did. It's very quiet. You, It's a little toot, but he did. <laughs> and I love the grandmother. Oh, he's as mad as a box of frogs, but he's hot. This is why this movie should have been made in like the 2000s, because then he would have ripped the biggest fucking fart. Also, also, he would have been voiced by Rob Schneider doing the worst Irish accent ever. Rob Schneider is Irish. <laughs> I need to talk about the funeral scene. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. The funeral scene is... Well, despite yeah. the fact about those dancers would have been dead because, one, water is death to an Irish dancer. That's an old joke among Irish dancers, especially <laughs> my school. Don't let me explain it. It's you have to take your shoes off. Don't let your gillies touch the water or they're ruined and you're gonna... Whatever. It's it- real around the sun. And a real is a type of Irish dance. And oh. I wore out the VHS tape of Riverdance. And I would watch the opening number of Real Around the Sun over and over again. And I can memorize the steps. The trouble to the front, and I remember the girls in the back doing the toe holds when they go step to pull, back to the front, step to pull. I'm dancing with my hands. Like, do you remember that McDonald's commercial where they danced with their hands? 
Oh yeah, I remember. They were that. Irish dancers. We do we dance with our hands. Oh wow, That's so uh, you can't see me, but I'm doing the and my favorite part, Moya, I think her solo is Michael Flatley's solo is what I like to call it because that was Michael Flatley's introduction. You run out on stage, so the movement of the arms. That's a male role what she was oh. doing. And although the mocap makes her dancing look a little floaty, it still triggered a burst of happiness in my head because I remember the steps. I remember the and just cut to three and stomp to three and cut to three and stomp to three. And they did it so beautifully. I will say at the beginning when they sort of do the Celtic circle, it's like, oh, they had to take a big step to get that far. <laughs> following the umbrellas. Oh, yeah. When they do that and they start to make an X, I hate that my mind went to this. But at first it started to look like they were making a swastika and I was like, oh, no. no no. Oh, thank God. That's <laughs> turned into the producers. Tyler, why? Okay, Tyler, to why? the right. I, I, no, 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 everybody back. <laughs> Tyler, why? Why would you do this? Why would you do this to me and the thing that I love most? Aww. Well, no, we can still use Riverdance to bash Nazi skulls. Exactly. It's not too late. Well, you know, our heart shows our fiberglass. Springtime for Margaret and Great nah. Britain. <laughs> it's <laughs> it, 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 winter for Ireland and, and Wales. The North. Oh, we forgot to mention the sight gag early on in the movie where the pelicans keep crashing into stuff. Oh, the seagulls. Mine, 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 mine. And then the last one crashes into a door that says Murphy's Law. I saw that and I immediately thought, Weird Al. Yes. (laughs) Yep. That's clever. So the movie becomes a bit of a reverse footloose in which Keegan himself needs to really learn what river dance is about. And meanwhile, all the town knows what it is in order to save it. So I'm like, did this movie also inspire Peter Quill to save the galaxy? No, this is the movie that inspired Gamora to do it. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Also, when Keegan and his grandfather are dancing together in the beginning, his grandfather. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. His grandfather makes like a joke about the slippers that he's wearing and they're frog slippers. And I'm thinking to myself, hey, it looks like the skinned corpses of the extras from Kermit's Swamp Years. (laughs) Tyler! (laughs) Goggles knows what he did. Why? Agatha, do you not listen to this podcast? (laughs) That's the tamest joke I've made here. I was going to teach you something cute. I was going to tell you. Agatha. What? How many more horrible, tyrannical world leaders do I have to make springtime for Hitler parodies to before you get what kind of podcast this is? (laughs) (laughs) How many crabs have to burst into your house with shotguns before I demand that you stop? childhood for two seconds speaking of edgy jokes i'm sure that goth girl is popular on some art website okay margo that's me in the future i'm gonna grow up to own a shop like that and i'm going to act like that and i'm gonna look like that i'm sorry yes so valid are you also gonna still have an imac in 2021 uh shut up (laughs) also i love that the store that she owns is called shamrock and roll Yes, that was amazing. And that's the name for my new uh, sandwich shop. 
Yay. Also, no joke, I wanted those fish gummies. They legit looked really good. All right. I have one more thing I gotta info dump. Yeah, go it. ahead. So, that Russian song. Some homework I gave you was to watch. They, everybody calls it the Russian dance. I heard one of the names is called Morning in Macedonia, which is hilarious to me because in Ohio, there's a town called Macedonia. And it's like, ah. So, it's just, you guys watch the dancing, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. And you hear the music and you're like, awesome. I get to see these amazing Russian dancers. And then it's not there. Oh, I have a better idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Margot offers to take Keegan to get candy. And instead of a one shop, it's like a marketplace. And there's different families from different countries who are like, what is one thing every country knows best about food? They think their food is the best. So they know how to cure the sadness of this boy that they clearly care about. Oh. So what yes. are they going to do? They're going to feed this boy. Ooh. And they are going to offer him all these different foods. No, Keegan, you have to try this. This will warm your heart. No, Keegan, try this. I used to eat this all the time. And as these older adults are trying to have Keegan try these new things, their children are trying each other's candy. And they're like, this tastes great. But what if we tried it with spices from my land or sugar from my land? And they start making candy of their own as the adults keep surrounding Keegan, who's getting very overwhelmed. And then the kids present the food. Parents don't care until they shove the candy in their mouth. And then there's that beat. (laughs) And then they lose their minds. Oh, my goodness. This candy tastes great. And then music swells. It gets faster, faster, faster. Then you have the, when the dancers are doing the pointed, pointed, one, two, three, they're going to have trays of candy, trays of food. They're going to be mixing it all. They're going to be bumping into each other. They're going to be dancing with each other. Maybe a little romance going on between families. Who knows? And it gets more exciting. And it just represents the melding and mixing of cultures to make something better and more beautiful. And wait a minute. Where's Keegan? He left a while ago. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he grabbed the fish candy and he left and now he's uh, by the river uh, based on that musical sequence uh, something tells me uh, those gummies had a little bit of uh, something else in them <laughs> oh god yeah so when the shop owner is dancing around with the gummy fish and they start swirling around him I was half expecting him to realize oh wait shit these are gummy piranhas and then they all start eating him <laughs> oh god and I then just what- wish Morning in Macedonia had more love than it got in the movie. When the fish gummy fell into the river and the fish was chasing it, I was like, does that count as cannibalism? It's not a fish. It's a frog. True. Also, I'm pretty sure frogs are not supposed to eat gummy candies. No, they're not. Those frogs are going to die. But they have to feed their 50 children. Catholics, am I right? That's... Those are not going to keep you fed, my dudes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's kind of a period in the movie where the universe is kind of just fucking with Keegan. Yeah, like there's a whole giant sheep pile scene. (laughs) No, they're not sheep. They're Wooloo. Wooloo. The Pokemon. (laughs) Led by Black Phillip from the Witch movie from 2015. What's that like to live deliciously? This kind of kicks off the period where the movie kind of just doesn't throw Keegan a bone. 
because there's the fucking sheep avalanche out of They're nowhere. Wooloos. Yeah, the Wooloo avalanche. <laughs> and then Moya finds him and then has to come rescue him. And, and she uh, fucking kills him. Yeah, the sheep steal his fucking headphones and then eats him. And then farts in his face when he's hanging off of a cliff. It's like, why? Sheep are dicks, man. There's a lot of farts in this movie, I'm starting to notice. I'm getting concerned. <laughs> yeah. Although I will say that later in the scene, when they're looking at the old memory of Granddad on the phone, that was really oh, yeah. sweet. Oh, and that's another thing, too. Moya has a pet sheep that she brings to the field with her. Wooloo. The sheep only shows up in this scene just so it can kick him off the fucking cliff. <laughs> that's- Fuck sheep, man. Sheep are the worst. Also, as a former Irish dancer... If you go out wearing your ghillies and your dance dress, your teacher's out to kill you. Because why are you walking around in your ghillies, in the mud, near water? You're going to die. (laughs) Not from the water itself, from the teacher coming to massacre you. It's basically leather and cardboard shoes. You get water on them. You're gonna get killed. I'm sorry. That's not- I didn't make the rules. Well, I mean, let's face it. The movie has established at this point that Moira is a fucking sociopath. Because, (laughs) um, I mean, if she's trying to kill this boy, he's literally flying down a rapid river with a steep waterfall. And she's just like, oh, no, it's cool. It's fun. (laughs) I'm gonna help you reunite with your grandfather. It's like that scene in Over the Hedge. So he can do a couple of tricks. Not like he can walk on water. Hey, everybody. Oh, my (laughs) God. That was so beautiful. Yeah, Yeah, that was such a beautifully animated cycle. Irish dancing has been known to be compared to water while flamenco is compared to fire and i watched it and i'm like they wanted to incorporate that in the stage show fire for the flamenco and water for the soft shoe that's why we call it soft shoe she really dances beautifully for a young ted bundy (laughs) (laughs) how dare you and so then we finally get to meet benny and penny the irish elk (laughs) they are extinct deers which Part of me wonders if they wanted to use Carnunos, but they couldn't, so they kind of had to, you know, let's let's just break out the Irish elk. Some of their dialogue was a little cringy, I'm not gonna lie. I read that they allowed a lot of improv from the actors. I'm like, maybe you shouldn't have. Yeah. Oh, you allowed improv? That's great. Don't do that again. (sighs) That was one of the minor complaints I had about the deer, besides, you know, Patrick, of course, is that they built up, you know these Irish elk to be like these legendary, like all powerful beings. And not only do we kind of get to see them just like right away, immediately in the movie, uh, some of them suck. (laughs) Yeah. Not that they're dancing, which, okay. Seeing the hooves work really well with the hardship movements. I have to give a lot of praise because that has to be very difficult. Look at your own foot. There's different steps with using only your toes, using only your heels, using hmm. both your toes and heels. It's very difficult. Irish dance is very, very difficult, but it's a lot of fun. And that's the thing about this movie. Anybody can Irish dance. So if anybody watches this and go, oh, during the feet over seat, there was a black person. There was a Asian. It's always been woke. Exactly. It's always been woke. It's Suck my clit! It's always been woke! <laughs> anyway. So if I remember correctly, 
this was the specific scene that you posted on Twitter that got our <laughs> attention was this scene with a bunch of dancing elk. That, and it yep. was amazing. Yep. And uh, insert clip of me screaming with laughter. Michael Flatley, dear. Michael Flatley, dear. Ah! No! <laughs> oh my god! What's happening? Help! When I first saw it, I thought the antlers were being hit against each other to replicate the drums that are used in the show. They hit the drums to a beat, and then the dancer recreates that rhythm with his shoes. I thought that's what they were doing, but they weren't, and I'm still disappointed in that. Oh, man. When they were doing the hurling scene with all the elk and Keegan, I looked away for a moment. I didn't realize that was raspberries they put on one of the teams, so then I thought, oh, God, somebody died! (laughs) There's blood! (laughs) It's deer! They die all the time! True. A lot of traditional Irish dance dresses are berry colors, because they're based off of the only thing that... They had to dye their clothes. Oh, okay. So in my school, we had these um, maroon colored dresses. So when I saw the raspberries, I'm like, ha ha, no one will get this but me. Huzzah. (laughs) And also I did get a small laugh out of crack party and they nearly attack that one deer. (laughs) Not me. (laughs) And then we finally get introduced to the villain. Well, he was introduced before, but he doesn't show up fully until like 40 minutes in. (laughs) Can I interrupt and say one thing? I know many people are going to look at Patrick the Elk and go, hear me out. Oh, I was. Oh, somebody already has. Let's be real. I mean, I did say earlier that all of those deer are the exact types of men you would find on Grinder. Although, I gotta say, the Huntsman is kind of my hear me out moment. Hell yeah. What? <laughs> was it the voice? You heard me. I get me. it. I get, I understand the voice. Brendan Gleason's voice is mwah, chef's kiss. Yeah. <laughs> and Donald Gleason's dancing is chef kiss (laughs) i will say that while i was kind of making jokes earlier the voice acting in this movie is still really solid especially pierce brosnan's performance especially the children yeah Yeah. and i gotta say also like you know the design the scenes the animation the textures the water the grass the fire oh again agatha going back to the segment where moya is dancing on the water it is just beautiful it really was you have to look up judith butler dancing in the original production oh this movie does really have like some of the most beautifully animated water i've seen in a movie oh man yes you know for what it's worth this movie does get a lot of good slapstick like again the moment in the water where keegan tries to dance and he immediately slips or uh, when he walks past the dance studio and a girl just slams into the window, you think that's forced? <laughs> no, we slip and fall all the time. My sister has broken her feet how many times I was dancing? Oh, man. I'm calling yeah. you out, sis! It's a new Irish stereotype. We all fall down because I fall down a lot. <laughs> we fall down and water is death to us. Huzzah. We all fall down either because we're dancing or because we're drunk. <laughs> and bring then, around the rosy i guess i don't know yeah, and so then, then keegan finds this place that what was it called it was like that big white building that cave that he goes into uh i i i know as an irish person but i want you guys to talk about it 
Oh man, that sequence was pretty well done. Like when the huntsman is basically trying to tempt Keegan because it might bring his granddad back. It was Oh god, the segment with Keegan's grandfather and him dancing in the fire lantern was just Ow my heart. Fucking chills. Again, fire and water. And then Like this movie makes it very clear that he's supposed to be the devil. Absolutely. And the huntsman kills Patrick in pretty brutally too. Yeah what the fuck yeah, that was nuts. Yeah, the you have a nice moment where it's like the passage from the living and the dead, where the dead pass to go on to the afterlife and it's interrupted by a gunshot. Oh man, it's jeez, oh. yes. Man, it's basically his Obi-Wan dies moment. It's And again, I know there's the funeral scene with Penny doing the flamenco. When I say like the water and fire thing, they wanted to incorporate water and fire. They wanted fire to be passing through her head as the flamenco dancer was on stage, but this was 1994. They didn't know how to do anything like that. <laughs> and so they were able to incorporate it into the movie. And I find that very touching. Absolutely. They couldn't do it on stage and they were able to put it on screen. I gotta be honest though, um, I almost did have another CJ7 moment where I thought that in this scene they were gonna use that to like bring him back to life after such uh. an emotional punch in the gut death. And when I saw the fire surrounding him, once again, I was like, no! No, don't do this to me! Don't do what CJ7 did! And thank nope. God it did. And I saw them dissipate into like little sparks. And I was like, oh, oh, thank God. Randy, you gotta remember, the main difference with that is that Patrick didn't deserve to die. Exactly. That is very true. Uh, do you want me to send over a crab with a weighted blanket and some hot tea? Oh, that'd be appreciated. Ah, no, it was a crisis. You're good? But thanks. Yeah, no, crisis averted. Hang on, let me, I'll call it off. All right, good. Honestly, yeah, it turns out when he actually did die, it was like, oh, thank God, crisis averted. Not, not thank God he died. That that was very sad, but. (laughs) Honestly, I found it a little hard to take any notes during the last 20 minutes, just because it was such a beautiful sequence. I kind of just wanted to let myself take in. Riverdance is beautiful. It's a beautiful show. It has beautiful music, and this movie is just pretty. It's a pretty dumb movie, which is a segment I like to call where the movie looks really good. You know there's problems with it. Absolutely. You know there's little bits, like too much yeah. botting and what's with the woolos. <laughs> but it's still a pretty and a beautiful movie, and I can't hate it! I gotta be honest, there wasn't a lot to riff about in a good way, of course. Except for the morning in Macedonia. Yeah, I mean, the only reason I found stuff to riff about is just because I'm a sarcastic asshole like that. This was good. Also, the Huntsman gets thanos <laughs> Also, like, at first I thought it would be kind of cheap if they brought him back via Return to the Water thing, but, you know, whatever. It, it's cool. And then I'm like, okay, never mind. This isn't cheap at all, actually. Because he turns into a deer version of, like, the fucking giant fish spirit that Aang turns into an avatar. And he kicks his fucking ass. Oh, And I was like, that's fucking cool. I give you the pass on that. That was (laughs) badass. There is, I will have to bring this up to any listeners, there are some fat phobic jokes. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to bring that up. And that is very, very disappointing. They can't all be winners. Exactly. We got a ways to go with that phobia and media. But they did mm. such a good job Irish dancing. 
Yeah. Even at the end, when Keegan finally decides to go back to DJing. I don't know how you de- Well, I guess you can. You know what? You can do your dance to any music. I saw some, a group of dancers dance to Eye of the Tiger. I'm like, you know what? Do it. Yes. Also, Margot tells him, oh, yeah, I lied that I gave it to Larson so you'd learn a valuable life lesson. It's like, I don't want a valuable life lesson. I just want an ice cream. I watched Bluey while I was recovering from COVID. Yes. I had the weirdest fever dreams. Welcome to our club. Welcome to our club. Oh, you know what pissed me off? What pissed you off, Tyler? That scene where they get to the gatekeeper and they ask, hey, did Keegan's grandfather come through? And the gatekeeper's like, no, he didn't come through here. He danced through here. Oh, fuck you. you. Damn it. I was like, come on. Why would you crush a kid's spirit like that? I liked it. Yeah. Keegan finally gets to the DJ booth. There's a, a myth about Irish dancing, about why they, we keep our arms down when we mm. dance. The story is, oh, and this, well, this part's true. The British would, like, arrest you if you practiced anything Irish back of in the co- day. Of Play Irish music, did. tell Irish stories. They had to, like, sneak around into houses to try to keep their culture alive. So the idea was you keep your arms down, and the British walk by your window... They would see you just standing there when in reality it's your legs moving. That's, it's not true. It's a God, style I, thing. So yeah. when I saw Fucking Keegan dancing Britain. behind the DJ booth, I'm like, hey, I recognize that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Britain through like all of history. Why the fuck was it just like, oh, you seem to be having fun over there. By the orders of the queen, I demand you stop it at once. Oh, I had a friend who went to a world championships in England, and she learned what the two-finger uh, salute meant. She thought they were giving her the peace sign. No. Ooh. It stands for go fuck yourself. Unfortunately. Funny mm-hmm. enough, I would not know that if not for the young ones. Huzzah. She was a sweet, naive girl, and it's like, oh, honey, no. No, they weren't giving you the peace sign. So what you're telling me is that an Irish person and a Japanese person, both given that sign to each other, are going to be incredibly fucking confused. Mm-hmm. Well, at least they didn't walk into a bar. <laughs> yeah. Also, guys, I checked the premises, and thankfully I didn't see any ghosts, let alone any ghosts of the Queen of England. So I think we're good. <laughs> All right. I think I'm Sweet. here. I scared her off. I'm, I couldn't help but put on my ghillies. They are very tight. Hey, uh, guys, the Michael Jackson box is open. Ah! Cherry. Oh, no, no, you get back in there. You get back in there. <laughs> That's ignorant. You're being ignorant, Tyler. Come on, Queenie. Let's go start our love. Come on, Queenie. <laughs> oh, wait, she's too old for him. Jesus I'll go to Christ. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, was it worth it, Kit? Yes. Kit? Yes, it was. I love you. You're goddamn <laughs> right. Watch Riverdance, the animated movie. If you grew up in my time, and especially if you're an Irish dancer or love Irish culture, you should absolutely watch this movie. Is it dumb? Of course it is. There's there's Irish dancing deer. What the hell did you expect? (laughs) I mean, I will say it's about fucking time that Megaloceros finally got some film representation because that is one cool fucking extinct animal. It is. It's just a beautiful movie. It really with is. beautiful music, a beautiful story about grief and loss and finding love surrounding you. And I cried during the ending because I, the music 
always hits me. It always hits me. And I know I've made, oh, Agatha, we found your weakness. No, shut the hell up. I have so many good memories from Irish dancing. I do miss it sometimes, but I know I am not in condition to dance anymore. Oh, I mean, I could. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. I mean, I can't dance on slippery floors. That's what I mean. I will fall on my tailbone again. <laughs> it's like when I try to practice kicking my heels for the first time, because when you kick your heels, they make that lovely little click sound. Well, I did it in bare feet. Oh. Oh, jeez. Have you ever kicked your own heels together in midair? Ooh, I have, and it is one of the most painful oh, fucking God. experiences. <sighs> What? Okay, wait a minute. Time out. My reason was because I was an idiot Irish dancer. Why did you do it? I don't remember. I think I was just trying to reach for something and halfway through I just clicked my bare heels together and it hurt. Fluttered, I guess, would be the dance term. You fluttered. Basically. It's when your feet go in air, go back forth. Cartoons make clicking your heels together seem easier than it actually is. For real. And this movie even had a Wizard of Oz reference, so. <laughs> it did. Anybody can Irish dance. Huzzah. Remember, anybody. It doesn't matter who you are, where you're from. We're always evolving. There's a female dancer dancing with pants. That was like a couple of years ago, and everybody went, Hello? <laughs> but it's great. We're, there's still men who dance in kilts. There's women who are dancing in pants. There's Halloween competitions where you can dance in a costume. Everybody, look up Irish dance solo dress Captain America. It is the coolest solo dress ever. Nice. She has a shield on her dress. So yeah, my final verdict is definitely going to be keep the tapes. Overall, it was pretty solid as far as Netflix animated movies go, and I really feel that a lot of love was put into it, and it did really educate me on river dance. I probably wouldn't watch it again, but overall, yeah, if you find it on Netflix, give it a watch. What are you talking about? I'm watching it for the sixth time right now as we speak. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, it's definitely going to be a keep the taste for me as well. It's just a delightful little movie entirely. You know, not without its flaws, but still a lot of fun. I, I recommend it. Um, I'm going to give this a solid keep the streaming title, but only if Netflix lets us do that because they just hate taking away good things from us. So I guess I'm out of control on whether or not I can keep this one. I'm just going to say it. I did not watch this on Netflix. Huzzah. Soap Today is my best friend. Yay. You are a pirate. Yay. I yeah. would absolutely keep the tapes and treasure them forever. I actually was worried. I thought, oh, I'm absolutely going to be so biased because I'm an Irish dancer. I literally grew up with river dance, with Irish dancing. Like, Irish dancing took up most of my lifetime. And I thought, me enjoying it, I didn't know if you guys would understand the joy and happiness and nostalgia I felt while watching it. And I'm so happy you guys enjoyed it. Oh, of course. I really, yes, really thank am. you. It was great. And you giving us the videos to watch really helped the experience as well, because it really of helped course. me learn Absolutely, a lot. yeah. Thank you for that. Of course. Everybody needs to watch this. If you want to Irish dance, go... Just Google Irish dance classes near me. There is one near you. I promise. Huzzah. They also teach Zoom classes. If you can't leave your house. Also, we all river danced Kyle from Luck on the Irish to death. Yay. 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 It's not river dance. Huzzah. <laughs> it's not river dance. It's Irish dance. Irish dance. Okay. And we also Irish dance on the graves of Nazis. Huzzah. And British politicians. 
Yes. Yay. So do you have anything you want to plug, Agatha? Uh, Unfortunately, again, but hopefully not for much longer, my Twitter account, Agatha, is on private. So if you want to, you know, talk to me or whatever, have me pay attention to you, you're going to have to ask permission. Hopefully I can stop that. Oh, of course. But I am also going to promote Irish dancing classes again. Yeah. Size, shape, no matter what, you can Irish dance. It's fun. You get to meet new people. You get to explore this culture. It's beautiful. It's fun. It's lovely. And you can find the weirdest bands ever, like Gaelic Storms, The Night I Punched Russell Crowe in the Face, based on a true story. I will leave it to you to look it up. Nice. <laughs> uh, I don't really have anything I want to plug right now. Um, if you know my social media, I'm still there. I'm on Twitter until it finally dies. <laughs> ah, me too. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. I would also like to plug corned beef and cabbage because that stuff is delicious and I'm excited for St. Patrick's Day. Huzzah! Oh, smoked corned beef. Oh. Cannon and Give it to bird. me. Look up Irish oh. egg rolls. They're so good! Ooh, Ooh you know yeah. what else is good? Ooh. Those Irish potatoes candies that they put <gasps> yes. out every year. Oh, yes. Oh, Those are fucking addicting. Five Farms Irish Cream. That's the best one. Okay, sorry. You're good, you're good. Um, Just because I don't want you to send a crab after me. Anyway, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, you can find me on Cosmic Rewind, replace the E with a 3 on uh, Elon Musk's Wild Ride. You can find me by the same ad on YouTube. And here is a list of other extinct animals I think deserve their own movies. Huzzah! Paraceratherium. Opa Binyana. Opa Binia. The fucking like, weird thing with a long mouth from the Cambrian explosion. Paraceratherium. <laughs> the short nose bear. The ground sloth. The terror bird. Oh, what about that really tiny little bat-like dinosaur? That little one. Archaeopteryx. That- yes. Um, and uh, fuck off, J.K. Rowling. You don't have a copyright on life itself. Dracorix Hogwartsia. Yes. Despite its name, that's a cool fucking dinosaur. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. And as for me, you can find me on the usual spots. Tyler FG on Twitter. Tyler FG 96 on Instagram. As for the show, you can find us on Twitter at channel underscore KRT, channel KRT podcast, all one word on Instagram. We also have our Facebook group and our Discord server, which you can find in the link tree in our Twitter bio. And if you want to help support us, you can also check us out on Patreon, where we have exclusive minisodes, outtakes, and episodes of this very podcast at its earliest convenience. And we're also on Ko-Fi, where you can also find minisodes for $5 a pop. Or if you just want to donate money to us, you can just do that. So, yeah. Huzzah. And of course, thank you so much to our pals Gomer, Chris Rana, and Tony Goldmark for pledging to us the $10. No, don't thank Tony Goldmark. What the hell? He's the best boyfriend ever. That's <laughs> why. <laughs> We're nerds. Yeah, we am. <laughs> oh, God, the crabs and frogs are now dancing together. The Russian dance! Morning in Macedonia is still fighting me. Hey! We have fun. Don't worry, I'm scientist and a crab rangoon enthusiast. I'll have these all dissected and eaten by noon. Yay! Tell me how they taste, okay? Delicious, thank you. Channel KRT Irish wristwatch. Woo!
Gentlemen, today we Ireland's top scientists have found a way to convert our entire population to pure energy. Oh, glorious day. Hey, Michael McLeod's just invented a new kind of beverage in his basement. Hmm, whiskey. Yeah, you're <laughs> 